0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Lion City Rock, the only podcast about local music from Singapore that you really need. Yep, that's it, that's it. Um
1: yeah. It's all you need. That's our that's our catchphrase. It's what? all you need. It's all you need, is it? Okay. okay. Can, can. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> lifted it from the Beatles, of course. Oh, the Beatles are who who are they? Never yeah, heard of them. The Beatles, some mm. some uh Unknown Liverpoolian
0: band. Ah, yeah, Liverpool. A... What well, good, well, good? can come out? Well, of good comes out of <laughs> Liverpool? Some obscure <have> <laughs> thing
1: from you know the deep recesses of the
0: nineteen sixties. Yeah, that's too far back. That's <laughs> too far back, really. Not relevant. Not relevant. Not relevant. Of course <laughs> uh, not. I think first we want to just uh, say thanks to, to all the listeners of the pod who have helped pushed us all the way through to the 4,000s in terms yeah. of... Um, Thank you, Yay. guys. 4, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you like the podcast, um, I hope you told all your friends to tune into it. Um, you know, and if they haven't, you should just force them to do it. not force them to do it. Pay them to do it. Pay them to do it. Pay them to do it. You know, do whatever, and then uh, yeah, ask them to click the like and subscribe. You know, ask them to leave a generous five-star review on on Apple and Spotify or wherever it is that you can leave reviews at. And uh, Mm -hmm. if the if if you want, and if you want to pay them, you might as well pay us as well. Yes, (laughs) that was my next. (laughs) That's the next next idea. That's the next thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. Pay and pay and pay and pay. I yeah, mean, just work, drop works. It works for some, a... some people, right? Pay
0: and pay. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I wonder who. It's a um, working formula. Yeah, it's the working formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So so if you want to buy us a kopi kopio kosong or an Irish copy, um, yep. please uh, click the donation link. You can donate any amount you want. The bigger the better.
1: More zeros the better.
0: Yeah. Always the, the, the following, following the first digit uh, Not not. Yeah, not, of course I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nowadays you gotta be very specific.
0: Yeah, that's true. I realized that. i i realized that you can't just rely on people trying to get what you mean unless you spell oh, it yeah. out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And believe I blame believe I, blame, me. I blame, Believe me, I blame AI. Uh, yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> AI doesn't understand anything. Not not yet. <laughs> not yet. Oh yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah yeah. Wait for the singularity. Yes.
0: I don't know. Will we will we live long enough to see that happen? Who knows? Oh,
1: man, nowadays things are happening so fast. So,
0: everything's so fast, right? Yeah, yes, right. Incredibly
1: fast. So so therefore we go back to the past, then.
0: Yeah, And and that 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 brings us to our marvelous uh, review this week. This week mm. we're we're taking a, we're going back to the past and we're looking at this. Uh, it's a 20th anniversary of um this album this compilation 20th album. 20th only it's 20th? 1993 oh, 30th sorry 30th <laughs> dude dude <laughs> I, I lost the whole decade 20th yeah 30th sorry 30th anniversary <laughs> yeah 30th anniversary of this uh, this compilation and the compilation is called red hot and skin you know
1: i i need to interject here because as as part of my uh preparation for this i google hmm. red hot and skin not a good idea because
0: they're going to come yeah. up with these users. <laughs> yes. So always make sure, if you're Googling this, make sure you put the word music album yeah, Singapore yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of it. Otherwise, you, come you could up get with some them. really sus, sus uh, sites that yeah. you might have. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, this this whole thing, this uh, red hot and skin, um, it, there is a medical There is a medical uh, kind of like a relevance to it yeah because red hot and skin i mean it's actually a risk of these uh compilations that were out in that came out in 1990 right, um, right, called right, red, right. the red hot it was called red hot red hot and blue red mm. hot and bossa red yeah, hot and something yeah, else yes, or whatever yes, yes. so red hot and blue was a compilation of um songs that were like, mm. kind of artists of the day artists of the day <laughs> <laughs> no artists of the day <laughs> artists of the day um Covering uh was it no Coward or oh, Cole Porter sorry Cole Porter songs so you had like u two doing night and day you have Sinead o'connor Connor doing stuff like that. I mean these were all big artists of the time like, like the late eighties early nineties so
1: right? you you mentioned Cole Porter
0: to Gen Z now and it's like even yeah. worse than I mean not only Cole Porter i like, just you mentioned like the bands that were in that in that compilation like Shania u two Erasure I don't know who else you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Even back then, right, like in 1990, when that album came out, Cold Bottle, yeah. I mean, Cold Bottle is so not relevant in yeah, that sense. So. Yeah, right? exactly. so far removed yeah. from that point. Yeah, but anyway, the, anyway that, that that compilation album was quite a big success. It was actually put together because of the AIDS pand- mm. uh, yeah, epidemic. Is it yes. epidemic? Pandemic? Oh, I can't but anyway, but, AIDS was such a big thing in the late 80s yeah. through to the 90s. Um, so this album, that the Red Hot and Blue album was a compilation album. Um, the proceeds would go to Age research, and yep. uh, and all that. So they they had a series of albums. That, um yes. well, Like again, like I said, uh, Red Hot and Bossa, so that Bossa songs and stuff like that, mm. <laughs> and And so yeah. Singapore's contribution <laughs> is Red Hot and Skin. Yeah. Now Skin it doesn't Skin refers to the Pony Canyon label. Uh, yes. The, the sub label called yep. Skin Records. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and like the the previous like red hot compilation from overseas, this one has a whole slew of like thirty songs and it's twenty two art. If I if I read correctly on the on the liner notes, it's twenty two artists with thirty songs. And um, you know, it, Jimmy Wee, the executive producer, very very explicitly states I uh, in the liner notes that uh, this compilation is not about fundraising or preaching, it's about. You know the need to spread the message that AIDS is spreading fast and can kill. I mean, it's. I
1: mean, back then, eighties, nineties, I think is a a kind of big, uh, proper, uh, kind of social justice kind of agenda, right? Mm. Without, without the kind of blatant virtue signalling that we get nowadays, the version that we have Ah, now, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, correct. What you see on social
1: media and all that, right? Back then. Right, it's actually a brave thing. A brave thing yep. to kind of talk about, especially when it's kind of associated. I mean, it's a it's a medical thing, it's a public health yep. thing, but it's un, but yep. it kind of becomes a
0: you know moral ethical issue when it shouldn't be. <laughs> in in that sense, though, it, it's quite an interesting uh, idea for for Singapore. Or, or rather, for Jimmy, Jimmy to come out with this thing. I mean, I'm I, okay. I I can't. I, I'm not sure, and I can't really, you know, we can't really say whether. I guess it's it's just his thing that he wanted to jump on this red hot bandwagon, or whether.
1: I guess it's we don't know. I mean, mm. A bit of bullfly, I presume.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I guess the. I mean, you know, we, we'll we'll jump into the tracks and, and go through them uh, in, a, in a while. But the other thing that is also interesting on this one of the reasons why this album made quite a big impact at that point in time, I think, is mm, uh, the fact mm, that, mm. yeah, correct, right, uh, the Safe Sex single came out and, uh, you know, this this is the first time a major label has put out such a big compilation. I mean, this is not the first time we had a compilation, right? Like, you know, we've already had New School Rock coming out by then, right? New mm. School Rock 1, New School Rock 2, I think New School Rock 3 mm. also, I think, came out earlier, yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. before this one. All originals. Mm. But this is the first time that, you know, I mean, 30 tracks is a lot. A double album. We've never had a double album kind of thing before. Double CD album. Yeah, double CD somehow. Uh, You know, we never had that kind of thing before. So it was quite a, it made quite a big splash because of that. And I think the other other reason why it made a big splash also, it's uh, the artists that they had are a combination of, like, members of the then burgeoning indie scene. As well as certain uh, well-established names who were already doing the doing the night circuit and stuff like that. Yep. I guess I guess if you if you look at it right, like um, I mean, when we listen to the album, you you kind of know, okay, like, what 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 they're trying to get at. It's also it's also one of those albums that, to me, I I I found it a bit polarizing in a way, like you know, you either like or you don't like kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no two. There's, for me it was hardly any middle yeah. ground. Yeah. Let's just jump into the thing. La. We've got a lot to pull through. We might have to make this a double episode. Um, <laughs> because there's just so many, yeah. so many songs to go especially, through and so especially much. Especially when we're about.
1: gonna go on our trademark tangents. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Correct. But let's kick off with the, the lead track. The single. The single, it was a single and it's actually the, I guess this is the track that anchors. The whole ethos of the, or, or the message of the album—it's
1: the only song that really <laughs> addresses the issue of the, of rest, the AIDS do <laughs> Uh the It's called though.
0: yeah, it's called "Save Sex," uh, and it's by Chris and Chris, Chris being Chris Ho and Christina Hong. Yeah. Um, it's obviously also a play on the safe, S-A-F-E, this one is S-A-E-E, yep. um, mm-hmm. um, it's a play on safe sex, which is what everybody was saying, like, you know, be safe when you have sex, yeah. contraceptives, blah blah blah, um, what, do you, what do you think of this song? Well, the
1: this, this song itself, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those rarities in Singapore, because you can look at it as a bit of a protest hmm. song, right? Uh, a protest against uh, the kind of moralistic kind of high ground that much of the local society was putting on this issue. Lah. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, obviously, I mean, uh, for Chris, of course, uh, Chris, of course, uh, you know, he's gay. So, it's a very much a personal issue for him. Mm. Right. Mm. So, he has all these things in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of conceptually, I find it uh, very groundbreaking in that sense. Right. Right. Yeah. Because it's not often you have that coming from art scene or music or anything like that. But so mm. it's very brave. I mean, musically, I mean, it's it's a it's a cool kind of dance
0: it's dance a, track. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. I mean, the, the lyrically, lyrics at uh, lyrically, right? Um, it was written by it was written by Chris. On, Chris Ho, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, and it, it, if, you, if you read the lyrics, it's, it's, it's your typical Chris Ho, <laughs> Chris Ho mm. with, with lines like, um, the voice of reason has given way to blame. When sex is a blunder, humanity's gone yeah. down the drain. You can have a rubber love, you can have it right. You can have a rubber love and not feel uptight. Conceptually, uh, uh, I think the song works. And, and in terms of, I think the, in the, the construct, so you have this—it is locked down by by this typical '80s dance beat. Yeah. Dan- yep, yep. Typical '80s gated, like you know, electronic drums and synth sounds, which which, I mean, by 1993 though, I mean I thought it was a bit tacky, you know, you because all that pad sounds and stuff. You know, I mean, 1993 we were getting, you know, in terms of Western music. I mean, this this all in terms of Western music, right? So. Yeah, yeah, we have gone we are gone beyond that synth sound. That big that big rock. Techn- it was
1: ninety three really techno already,
0: la. not just techno, but I mean in general also. I mean, we were getting like what the indie crowd here were doing was like oh, going back to oh, yeah, like, I mean, that's retro la. Yeah. That, that back to of, the
1: sixties. Yeah. <laughs> Irrelevant, but then relevant again.
0: Yeah. But but the song itself, I mean like, you know, there's the, so there's the, the the there's the verse bit and um which which blends into the chorus and then there's that that, that Rubber Love refrain which was kind of interesting because that, that kind of like it's like a middle eight that just comes out of nowhere but still kind of like works its way into the whole you know into the whole structure of the song which, which is quite interesting uh, yeah but but yeah la, I mean, to me, I thought I thought. I mean, I I, I still can't get into those those synth sounds. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it, it's it's one of those it's one of those tracks la, That is uh. There, there was a video that came out of it, right, and featuring a whole bunch of dancers. It's yeah. It that should cool. have been a national day song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But and also this is one of I think. Uh, it's if if I if I remember correctly, four tracks that feature uh, Chris's voice in it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, produced yep. by this guy George Leong, who was at that time also quite a quite a big quite a big time producer.
1: George yeah. Leong, George Leong yeah. yeah. is the musician skill, uh, right? That guy.
0: Is he? Is he? I don't know. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The last I heard like, about it, but he was like the president or
0: chairman or whatever it is Oh, like. okay. Okay. Mm. Well, yep. So anyway, that song uh, goes into track two, which is uh, Final Life mm. by Humbag Oak. Which we have talked about before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to go listen to the Humbag Oak episode, <laughs> Stain Morning, where we review that and the song is featured there. Yeah.
1: But, you know, but I would maintain that the demo No Final Time to Be Alive.
0: Ah, yeah, that one. Is, yeah.
1: Is, is superior to this one. I mean I still remember when, when when it came out as Final Life, I was like, why did they change the
0: title? I didn't even know that it was the same song at first. I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought I thought it was just I mean, play. I thought it was just No Final
1: play. Time to be alive is such a beautiful title.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why yeah, would you I thought it was that? a new song and I thought it was just like a take on, on that that uh, that theme. So I thought, okay, interesting, yeah. Then something it's not the same as there. Uh, I mean do you do you know the
1: story behind it or not? Because I always assume that, you know, Jimmy B said, hey, he can we change the title to Final Life?
0: Yeah, I don't I mean that was that was what was going around, right? Like because it's yeah. too long and didn't quite fit yeah. the vibe that they wanted to produce or whatever. So I don't know. So yeah. I don't know I don't know the actual story behind why they wanted Yeah, title. Um, I think the next one, the, the next track after this, um, uh, Diana with, when Youssef. the party's over, yeah, Diana Yusof, who was breaking into a music, <laughs> was she breaking into a music career at the I time? I think she was, she
1: was like uh, one of those multi hyphen nits.
0: Like a lot of TV oh, yeah. stars, a lot of TV stars were doing all that kind, of being model, being yeah, yeah, yeah. being a musician as so well. Especially in yeah. Asia, and a lot of Western stars were doing that. Um, case yeah, of the yeah, point, yeah. which which will come out as a as a side tangent later. Elisa uh, Milano.
1: If you say Alyssa Milano, then that is very really a function of demographic. So, what do you mean? So like if those people who are Gen X would definitely know. Mm, mm, mm. Gen Gen Y, I'm not
0: sure really. Gen Y, Gen no Z, Gen Z definitely, definitely know, don't know definitely no. I think Gen, definitely Gen Z no. definitely don't know la.
1: Gen Y maybe, still, but, uh, still so, on the cut. Oh no, my god.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah But yeah, uh, when the party's over, a nice yeah, it's a nice simple simple track. It 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 reminds me of you know it reminds me of it reminds me of the Jessica Su song. Oh, well,
1: that's a good parison. Oh, my
0: love song to you, or something like this is something similar uh, musically. Yeah,
1: the word that comes to mind is innocuous.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good word to use. Actually,
1: you know, nothing much to add to
0: that. Yeah, la. I mean, her vocals are pleasant enough. Um, yeah, nice sweet song. Next, uh next one is the cover. Well, this this next song is uh is by Nuradi. These two brothers. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, they were pretty well known yeah. back then, mm.
0: and they were doing the circuit. They were also on TV quite a fair bit. Um, this song is I can see clearly now. Jimmy Cliff, but I think Jimmy Cliff's also is a cover. Let me you let me go let go. me quickly Google. It's Google probably
1: because that. I mean, there are a lot of those lads. So the thing is that. I need to talk about this because I found it very illuminating. Right? Mm -hmm. So as usual, it's, I think, on Instagram or TikTok or whatever lah. Right. right? So it's Prince, right? Prince from the 80s or 90s uh, talking about why he hates covers. Right. Okay. Right? So he was saying that this is something that is forced on the uh, the
0: songwriter. What what do you mean forced on the songwriter? Right. Which,
1: Which is true because the law says... Right, anybody can do a cover of your song, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? As long as you pay the uh, five percent or whatever it is, right? Right, and then he says this is totally like without my control.
0: Ah, right. So right. then
1: he says that it dilutes, it dilutes his ownership of the song. And then he thought about uh, Sinead La, O'Connor, He says nobody knows it's my song.
0: Mm-hmm, correct.
1: I think compared to you, he said nobody thinks of it as my song, but it's my song. Yeah. You know, and I thought, wow, that is so true. Right, yeah. Right, but we accept it, you see. Mm. We just accept it because this is the way it's been done for years and years and years and
0: years. Yeah, where the songwriter isn't like... Right,
1: if you really gave the songwriter full rights, then they would have the right to say no. Yeah,
0: correct, correct.
1: But they don't have the right. So why the fuck are people complaining about AI art? I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. At that point in time, a lot of songwriters didn't own their own own their songs because they're all writing for for companies that sold the songs to other people yep yep, yep, yeah yeah. so yeah
1: so what rights are you talking about yeah
0: exactly yeah oh
1: my rights are being infringed (laughs) (laughs) yeah this only this kind of ruling only benefits the companies because they get to make hit records out of this one song
0: over and ah, over right, and over. Right. And yeah, like yeah. And with yeah, different artists,
1: right. different styles and everything.
0: Yeah, the publishers, the publishers are the ones that, that, that make the money. La.
1: Yeah. And then it, it is it's part of the business model. No? I take a song and mm-hmm. I sell it, right? I sell it to yeah. various uh, yeah. But I mean yeah. I never really thought of it that way, you know, until I watched that. That's the thing about Prince, you see, that guy was he like he just don't think the same way as everybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Wow. That was like eye-opening to me. I'm like mind-blown. Like, wow, that's so real, man. That's so true. Because think, even myself, I just accept that that's part of the machine. That's the way it works. Right. But here, I, this I guy mean, was saying, no, this is not how it should work. Wow.
0: I mean, you know, a local case in point would mm. be something like home. Which, mm. uh, you know, nowadays people do. But at that point in time, everybody just thought of it as a Kid Chan song. Yeah. Nobody ever thought of it as a Dick Lee song, you know, yeah. in, in that sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But that's okay, La, because Dick went in eyes open. had correct, gave correct. All the yeah, permissions yeah, and all that sort of thing. But yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah. a situation so where you, you can do a cover without my permission, you see.
0: Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. So this one, this one is, this, this version, I mean, okay, you talk about it. I, I just Googled and it's, uh, the original is by Johnny Nash. 1972. Uh, Jimmy Cliff. See, I do. That's how I remember. Yeah, Jimmy Blakely Cliff's Blakely version of the 80s yeah. version, which, uh, which yeah. uh, I mean, we we're more familiar. I guess you're we more familiar with that version. Um, well, moving on from that cover is a song by Zulu called Repent. Was, was he
1: quoted?
0: Was okay, why? I do Taken from his album, his 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 South Letter Zoo album, um, but yeah la, this song is a ballad-ish, slow, very slow track. I think, I think it just totally underuses whatever Zoo's strengths are.
1: It's like a '70s song with '80s production.
0: Correct. That's very. That's very. Yeah. Horrible. It's <laughs> a big like I said. Like it's a big synth trying to rock. But synth, and then the drums, and then the keyboard again. That keyboard pad sound, like, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's caught
1: in two worlds, kind of thing. Don't know why it's trying. Don't know why it's trying to be
0: right. <laughs> yeah, which is a problem with, with um a lot of the a lot of the local music at that point in time. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, even if you listen to like the Quest when they did the re-recording of their their old tracks in in the nineties. They mm. suffered the same thing where they were yeah. trying to um, update, to update. Do the, yeah, the so-called updating of the track, right? <laughs> all of a sudden, your, your first guitar becomes 90s first and it's like so <laughs> incongruous to the song. You, you know what I mean? It, yeah. Like, so to no, me, totally. to me, this song, it's, 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 it's I mean, I love Zul. I think he's seriously one of the kindest, nicest musicians and, you know, he has the biggest heart. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I really love some of his original stuff. This is not mm-hmm. one of them. Mm. So I, I, in fact, he also he on uh, many times when I've spoken to him, he keeps he keeps lamenting about this this all the tracks on this album. He's like he didn't like his voice on it. He was like, oh man, I shouldn't have done the album like that. I shouldn't have done this song or or the song like that. I should have, I. And here's the thing, because he kept saying I should have. I'm just wondering whether how much control the artists have oh, yeah, at long? that point in time. You know what oh, I mean? Exactly. You know when I mean? people say, oh, yeah, I should have done exactly. that," exactly, and then I'm thinking like, "Why?" Because you are such a—I mean, for Zhu, he's at that point he's already quite a big name in the scene, in the night mm-hmm. scene. they span ten they're playing at anywhere. Yeah. Everybody goes there. Everybody knows who he is and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, for you know, if he's saying stuff like, uh, "Maybe I should have done this, should have done that," I'm just wondering whether you know why? Why didn't you do that? And and was it was it a thing? Was it a choice, or was it you know? upon you, which I will not be surprised at because at the time also, you know, music companies would be telling artists what to do. Everybody
1: makes mistakes. Everybody yeah. re-
0: yeah. regrets.
1: In the moment, you may have thought that, okay, yeah. this is... It sounded you know, like
0: a good idea at the time, was, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, can <laughs> yeah.
1: put that on him. I mean, yeah. you know, this happens to all of us,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, if we if I had a choice, I would have done a lot of things differently kind of thing, right? So, yes. So... <coughs> passport. Passport yeah. Sorry. What? What? Sorry. Passport. No understand. No comprende. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. There's a the a track by this group called. Um, well, they're listed here as DNA, um, but their 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 name is Do Not Ask. Exclamation mark. DNA. Yeah. Yeah. DNA. And uh, and it's it's their cover of Bad Fingers. Uh, is it Bad Finger? No matter yeah, what.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Plus the classic power standard
0: and this is again like you know the so-called updating of that updating of a 70s track because it kicks off with this strange like acoustic guitar kind of thing and then it just goes into the song which doesn't that the whole acoustic guitar was it's not there again in the rest of the yeah. You know what I mean? The, the the playing and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just wondering what what the point yeah. is. And
1: and, and and they had originals, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. This That's
1: the thing. That's, a, that's uh, the that's the bewildering thing.
0: Yeah, right. And and here's the funny thing also, because this okay, it says here DNA, no matter what, but technically speaking, this track was released on the album after the band DNA or slash do not ask had had become uh, radioactive
1: Radioactive flies. basically Dulcie and Jeff lah.
0: it was put out in the radioactive album mm. so in the Do Not Ask album this song doesn't figure at all the, <laughs> the, the covers on Do Not Ask I think are uh, a uh, uh, cover of Pat Benatar's uh, We Belong and and some other things so
1: that, that's the cover with the screw right
0: <laughs> yep the nut and bolt, <laughs> so to speak no idea Do Not Ask Screw Me <laughs> Do Not Ask Screw Me I'll screw you Whichever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I always had a good laugh at the cover, yeah that's fun- like, that's, that's, okay, what is, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, but it it's a waste love because it's like I mean they could put in one of the original tracks, those so why do mm. this cover? I mean, okay, so even if you accept idea that yeah, 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 you know, covers are good, at least do a cover that is something different or something that you know, gives a different take on this song, but it doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah. For okay. I mean, this
1: is such a classic power pop standard, right? Mm. That it's like, I mean, listen, this, this, it doesn't do them any justice. Don't do the band justice,
0: Yeah, it could have been done by any other band. Yeah. Anybody, you know, in that in that sense, uh, there, there's no there's no signature, you know, nothing that signifies that it. Yeah. They were trying to do something about it. So I don't know. Yeah, la, I mean, it
1: smacks of the kind of you know re- record label kind of. Okay, I think you need to do this song as a cover. Let's <laughs> do it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It does sound that way, know. So just point fingers at somebody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about non, well, you know, a <laughs> a guy that does a lot of covers. Uh, the next track is uh, Douglas O. Douglas Olivero, former lead singer of. Energy, mm. and uh, he he went solo, and he put out an album. And this track is taken from his album uh, "Life Goes On." Well,
1: the 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 word back then was that. Uh, Tony Kenny had sunk in quite a bit of money into um, the recording as well as the videos for that uh, Douglas O. solo mm. album, mm. which they recouped nothing. La, but, you know, that kind of more lends to me credence to the conspiracy theory at the time that Pony Cannon was a lost leader la.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Right, it was just there to kind of park in some uh, tax write-offs la. You know? Because other than that, it makes no business sense to do what they did
0: with Dagasol Yeah. So I mean, this song, it's a song. Notice I didn't say anything about the song. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to say something. <laughs> this, i Okay this song is probably the best song on his album mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean his 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 visual or his thing is that he's, he's like this rocker leathers and jeans and boots and stuff like that kind of thing uh, this song okay. doesn't showcase a- anything like that it's just a it's just a I, okay i put here m o t r
1: I mean, you gotta recognize. I mean, I mean, no disrespect, meant to to Douglas, but I mean, mm, he mm, he's mm. basically a a pop singer, and he's yeah. good at good at it, right? Yeah, yeah. But you kind of try to take him out of that environment and try to make him a recording artist. Hmm. Does mm. doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. It just doesn't make it doesn't, sense. Doesn't quite Doesn't
1: quite gel. Yeah. It doesn't quite gel. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, of course, you know. If, uh, for him, of course, wouldn't want to, right? If you tell me, right, well, I'm going to give, give you X dollars.
0: Yeah, record, why not? Uh, doing, I X dollars to do video.
1: Are, you, any, any musician yeah, would yeah, just yeah. Jump, jump for it, right? So, yeah, of
0: course, of course.
1: So, so I mean, I don't think, you know, to me, la, I mean, he's, he's blameless la, for whatever, whatever mm, mm. diatribes you want to throw at this, at this song. <laughs> la, to me, la, to mm. be fair to him, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, as you say, like, it's like
0: I think this is a missed opportunity. It's a, another one of those missed opportunities where could have, should have, but didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's yeah. it's ironic because I think Pony Canyon uh I think in the in in the Japan itself was a considered independent label. Um, yeah, yeah. so when it came here and, and you know, throw money around. So there was, uh, in the scene itself, la, right? A perception mm-hmm. that this is like this mainstream kind of thing.
0: Major label kind of thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So wow, that's yeah. why uh, there was all this talk about, you know, bands who recorded with them as sellouts. La.
0: Yes. So yes, sellout, like uh, like even like
1: that recent, which we, we talked about, right? That social media post that uh, OP put out, right? Mm opposition party that that some Gen Z or what had commented that OP was a sellout. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because correct, they recorded for Podi Carrier by <laughs> it's a <thousand> <laughs> Yeah, lah. La, yeah. no, con- no context, no context whatsoever.
0: No context whatsoever, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love
0: it. Yeah. It's just the way, it's just the yeah. way people, People. I mean, yeah, just, so, so actually, and, that, that, of, that's
1: why it's good to talk about this and, and it's a good, this compilation is a good vehicle to talk about, you know, the context of
0: yes those times, the, the, the right? Yes, correct.
1: 93, yes. 93, yep. and what the local scene was like, etc, mm. etc. Et like, you know.
0: Yeah, because the the track following Douglas uh, yep. is ah. something called First Kiss by Maizura. Maizura.
1: She was a popular, popular Malay
0: artist, Yes, she was very, very big uh, on on TV uh, uh, as a singer. And regionally an also, uh, If I if I'm not wrong,
1: regionally also, I would imagine. Right? Yes, yeah, in Malaysia, in Malaysia,
0: she, Indo. And... In fact, she, um, she Diana. I mean, Diana is Malaysian, so or yeah. she and Nuradi, um, were included in this soundtrack. Not soundtrack. It's like a it's like a compilation for Malaysia. Mm. like Pony Canyon was when they did uh, when they were going to the Malaysian market so they would mm-hmm. cherry pick all these artists put in a compilation and release it over there as a kind of like a, I guess an intro to the Pony Canyon stable and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh, again this Maizura and Uradi uh, also appeared on uh, this album by Diana Yusof uh, called Diana, <laughs> Diana Yusuf and Friends and uh, was that on, on Pony
1: Canyon was that on Pony
0: Canyon I think it was on Pony Canyon Ken- in Malaysia, I think. Oh, I'm not okay. Wrong. okay. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is because they, they were actually use like, I can see clearly, or, or the Nuradi songs in there. And it's not so much, uh, and when you think of and friends, you think of usually, oh, it's like a Divine uh. kind of or whatever. But it was just like them, it was just like her on a couple of tracks. So it becomes you know, a compilation album. <laughs> it's sort of like a compilation album more so than the than, uh, Anawan uh, recording with. with people kind of thing you know what I mean? yeah, it's, it's kind that of, is so it's weird interesting yeah that's so weird different concept yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway so my Zura, this song First Kiss which uh, written by these two guys called Joey Carboni and Jeff Carothers yeah all,
1: all I hear is Janet Jackson
0: I was gonna say Jackson Belle DeVoe uh, the era the era yeah. kind of, the era sound and uh, but that was the sound that they were going that for. Was sound. Sound... Yeah, that was the sound. that was
1: the sound.
0: Yep. Especially early, for early people 90s. to break, Yeah, the the early urban, mm. urban vibes, right? Urban. Yes. Urban. No. Was...
1: Not 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 the Kiefer,
0: but yeah, not Keith Urban or Carl Urban, <laughs> but.
1: <laughs> what well, Carl Urban? That's something else completely. Really.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> yes, <And>, right. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, these two guys, I mean, why I brought up Melissa Milano earlier is because these two guys also did production for Melissa Milano's oh, okay, foray okay. into the music All I right, think, uh, I world. did not know that. Uh, and, and this song was actually, um, I think, re-recorded um, by this Japanese group called Max. Oh, yeah? Um, oh. Max was one of the first...
1: Was it Tony Canyon also?
0: Max, I don't think, I think it was AVAX tracks. Is AVAX tracks... Right? Part of, yeah, no, it's I'm not. Sure. It's not part of Yeah, no, right? I don't
1: think so. I think they're separate. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But as I mean, far, in, as
1: far as I know, <laughs> I Max
0: Max was Max was I would say uh, the Blackpink before years before Blackpink la. In the nineties, K-pop right. K-pop girl groups were like the rage. And they uh, were never as big as
1: well, how big acting like, are now. Yeah, right? yeah. Never. Correct. No. Never. <laughs> Amazing, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: I there was a reason for that. Uh, mostly a language thing because they did not do anything yeah. in English. But nowadays, they're no doing
1: Korean, no problem. Strange, right? How things change.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> I mean, it's a different, it's a different world. Uh, no social media back then.
0: That's true. So, yeah, and there was no social media. So it was very, very, you know, the, the outreach is quite limited uh, in that sense. But anyway, yeah, Majora's first kiss. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that kind of mm. sound. So I, I I
1: lasted ten seconds. Wow,
0: well, that's ten more than <laughs> nah, nine more than me. I heard that. I heard that that tacky drum, the gated drum. Oh yeah, electronic drum thing. And I was like, okay. So from okay. um, from this this cultural shift from Douglas to Mysura, it's 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 completed with this uh, track called "Devi by Culture Vulture. Culture Vulture. Culture Vulture, at that point in time, was known as a, as a group that would do pop, I mean, Western pop songs, but with, uh, you know, ethnic Asian instruments and stuff. And they, they visually, they dressed like that.
1: Which, which was the kind of world music vibe that was going,
0: going yeah, on. Yeah, world music vibe, yeah. Very racial harmony day kind of thing. Um, this song, DV features uh, Chris Ho and the speaking bits. <laughs> the first <laughs> voice everywhere. you
1: hear is Chris He's Ho exactly. on this
0: song. The song itself is, is an okay kind of try. I, I mean, I don't think it kind of features the whole culture culture aspect of it all in terms of like the, the ethnicity. You know, in the, I mean, there are there are some bits, but Overall the song is still a very I don't yeah. know. It, it didn't quite yeah. it didn't quite strike me as a thing that would highlight who they are and what was the, the USP yeah. of the band. No, you
1: there know? were there were a lot of these at the time kinda you know, sort of like bands that kinda came in and out. Got a lot of column inches on newspapers. Yeah. And then, then just as quickly disappeared kind of thing. I think one of the guys uh, I mean he, he you know. I can't remember his name but his, his his two sons ended up doing that Flame of the Forest oh really yeah, wow Govind okay, Govin okay. and Krishna so the two boys
0: right right, uh, right.
1: Who, who played okay. on uh, the soundtrack of Magic Right. so like right. The, the dad was in Culture
0: Vulture now his name
1: it escapes okay. me
0: oh okay yeah. I mean yeah. this song I don't know I mean the, the song itself this Devi it's okay it's not it's not yeah, 5 seconds. So well, the rating is now. It's
1: the whole seconds, song is 4 minutes. Eh? Seconds,
0: no. 10 seconds. I, I'm good. at 4 minutes. I'm just, uh,
1: <laughs> hey, now it is. Now That's the, the truth of it, yeah. right? That's how people listen seconds, now, right? Seconds. That's 10 eight second rule. Better get your attention after 10 seconds. If not, skip, skip. If not,
0: skip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's the reality now, man. Jeez. Not well, like last time you put the vinyl yeah. on. We just let it
0: play Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even here. Just lift yeah. the next
1: one.
0: Because it's too much trouble guess, you see. It's too much you trouble to walk it, all and the and way to your stereo. The <laughs> yeah, then you scratch and doana. Yeah, you pay too so much money for it. it. Uh, yeah, and then okay. So following the cultures. Yeah, the culture, yeah. the vultures and the. the vultures is. The vultures. Uh, Vulture. Edgar's fault. Edgar's
1: fault. What did he do? What did Edgar do? Hmm.
0: Whatever it is, is it's Edgar's fault. Um. I think they they came out. Um, before this album they were featured in also in that, that Let's Celebrate they were featured in this album called Let's Celebrate for like, Singapore's um, something else anniversary I, in, like, but I think 19- they're more, more famous
1: like. for being on that big old set, right nothing on the radio yes correct me, la, I nothing mean, on the radio us, la, it's, it's kind of indie
0: yeah for the general public it was probably that uh, that other album uh, that Let's Celebrate album so they had a song there called Positive Mental Attitude PMA, which doesn't sound anything like this song, which is uh, Dead Roses, probably their, 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 most, uh, their most recognizable track from the album. 80s rock. Yeah, very 80s rock. This, 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 this sound. Which is, again, which is what I don't quite understand. I mean, is it because we are always like... Okay, so I think we need to explain, okay? Yeah. What do you mean,
1: what do you mean when you say 80s rock might be quite different from what I mean when I say 80s rock.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, okay. okay you first, you so, first, you first. Okay, my, my version of 80s rock would be uh stuff like your... Jeff oh. your foreigner Bon Jovi, oh. like you give love a bad name, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is my version of Katy Rock. What what is your version? Yeah, it's about the same lah. Like,
1: probably great commercial, like ah, survivor. Yeah, that big,
0: yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of big uh, <laughs> that, that, that big ambient production. Kenny Loggins, Always got a
1: Kenny Loggins. <laughs>
0: Hey. <laughs> he went to the He went to the danger zone. Danger you know. zone.
1: <laughs> don't play eh? Don't play. <laughs> 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 the one. No, but yeah, it's
0: is that it's that mid to me. Lah, it's that mid-80s, 85 to 88 period with all, when all these bands started having their big sound. Hey, you <laughs> know, like, uh,
1: but you know a lot of people don't realize that Kenny Loggins is uh, the co-wrote what a fool believes. Yeah. And that's a good sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good yeah, song Correct right? And in fact I didn't only yeah. realise it recently that like what the fuck Kenny oh, Loggins co-wrote that song yeah. holy shit so I go and check his his version uh, not a patch on the Dewey Brothers one <laughs>
0: no lah. no but the thing is but the thing is he I mean he was he's been around since, no, like, la, he's okay years, you know. he's not he's a, but he tends to be kind
1: of kind of related to everything bad about it is Kenny Loggins yes correct
0: <laughs> because you know why Oh, so, it was the movies that did the it. movies la
1: Top gun. Yep. Top
0: gun, Footloose, Footloose.
1: Oh, yeah, Footloose, which is a good song, which I like. That song, it's a cool song, yeah. Kick up your Sunday shoes, yeah. Nations. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Footloose. yeah,
1: but yeah, la. yeah, but Dead yeah, we were. Yeah, like yeah, that Rosa sounds kind like of that but Kenny Loggins has a long career, he, he was doing yeah, kind of like yeah, the, yeah. All the Logins folk, and Messina, folk rock, bro. yeah, Loggins Messina, all the folk rock. And he's actually very closely associated with Michael McDonald. Right? In fact, right, there's one song which I kind of came across. I was watching some show. And then I was like, hey, this is a good song, man. But this sounds like, Kenny Larkin's. <laughs> the song is called This, is, this it? is It. Yeah. This Is It. It's one of his hits. It <laughs> okay. like sounds so like, okay, Larkin. So it goes on to my, my I haven't played this 80s pop rock classics.
0: Oh, okay. So now okay. that song is okay. there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With all the uh, other 80s pop rock classics, so I guess fault it's not there, yeah,
0: no, not there, not on your list. Huh? Okay, well, it's 90s anyway, so it's won't 90s. the whole is
1: Okay, let's move on. And then you have yeah. this band whom I never heard of,
0: man. me too. What these guys? No idea.
1: Fortunate Sun Samo, right? That sounds CCR straight away. I only think of CCR when I see the name. So then when I hear the song, I'm like, it is not CCR at all. Maybe. This
0: whole damn town is putting me down. got the break it down, I'll be leaving. Here yeah, when I'm gone, you'll be wondering. We hit it all, where hit it all, gone, wrong I mean, this the song is called Crying, which I was like, are they covering the that Roy Orbison Was it Roy? Yeah, Roy Orbison oh my. Roy right. absurd, oh, The movie. classic Yeah Nope They did not it's not. There's not a cover of that It's It's a I, th- I believe I mean Okay Here's the other thing There's hardly any notes About this album Anywhere Is
1: there any info On this Fortunate Sons Nope online? I've checked know, I've right. checked
0: I've checked A few different places Absolutely oh, no, no right mm. I mean there may be But I just couldn't find it Right But I mean it, I mean The way they do it It, it can fit into Any Americana Kind of Americana vibe which mm. yeah, is you yeah, know it's very really. CTR in a way <laughs> but not not I, so rough yeah, yeah, not yeah, so I, gritty as CTR so, you know not
1: so gritty la, yeah.
0: yeah sweet sweet so Americana so, la. I mean no Faith really. Hill Faith Hill could have sung this song yeah. and, and made it work uh, Trisha Yearwood <laughs> new, new, new Country New Country yeah
1: then yeah, we can bring in Keith Urban
0: oh yeah <laughs> Keith Urban could have done this song
1: and made it work that's where the Keith Urban reference comes yeah, in
0: yeah <laughs> makes sense Mm, yeah, so. so it's urban. Yeah. Chesney Hawks. Yeah. No, no, nah, yeah. Chesney Hawks, not, not, not the kind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just freely associating that.
0: <laughs> From Keith Urban. <laughs> to Chesney Hawks. The one and only uh, that.
1: Keith, Keith Urban is Keith Urban the one married to, what's her name?
0: Nicole Kidman. Ah, yep. Is he the one? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so fortunate sons crying not didn't do a thing didn't didn't quite do a thing for me no 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 next 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 is Chris Ho again again with a cover with another cover (laughs) called uh, Hello I Love You which is a ripoff of uh, all day and all of the night it's a King's (laughs) ripoff
1: I'm just surprised fucking Ray David didn't sue
0: it he did didn't he I thought he did, he did. Did he? I think he did. Oh, I think they, oh. I think they, they, after, after, but only after it became a number one hit for The Doors. <laughs> or oh, something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: because it's a complete reform. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the hell? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, this is Chris Ho's version. Um, I think Chris, when Chris Ho does covers, he makes a very, very deliberate choice to make it not sound anything like the original and, uh, deconstructed in a way. Like if you listen yeah, to the yeah, second lounge I mean, yeah, like, covers of, yeah, like, of that's, popular that's what songs, they do, like, that's
1: what he does. He's an artist. Yeah.
0: Like. So if you listen to this, you know. Um, and if you think, oh wow, it's gonna play like play the doors and stuff. Uh, no. Yeah. No, for me, it's it's if if you're a doors fan, you know mm-hmm. you're
1: cool straight away, right? Yeah. So like Chris, Chris was a huge doors mm-hmm. fan. Weird scenes inside the goldmine. Yep, mind. hello. I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>, come <exactly>. on. <laughs> Straight away. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. But it's, it's weird, right? Because it's like they've totally lost all cachet now. The Doors. Hardly anybody
0: knows who The Doors are. Now. I think back then though. I mean, like when this album came out in 93. Uh, back then, does... 90s, yes. La, but I'm talking about now. Oh, yeah. Now, no. La.
1: Virtually, virtually now, nobody yeah. really knows who The Doors are. Yep. This
0: is a crying shame. I think uh, it was quite funny because you know, about maybe ten years ago or something, they were they were releasing all their live back catalog and stuff like that, like full concerts from say all or mm, yeah, yeah, you can you can find you whatever. can find online
1: ha. YouTube YouTube got a lot very good quality. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, you know, right. Like all of all those yeah, like key they gigs a great live like, key gigs yeah, and stuff like that. Awesome so you're going like, like, wow, what happened? You know? Yeah, they're such a great live band. Yep. Crazy, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so
1: here's a recommendation listen to (laughs) the (laughs) darts. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah. and and listen to Chris Cover. (laughs) Next
0: Next is Isham with a song called "Rhythm of Life." Okay, the closest I can come to is he's probably Isham Jamil, who was one Uh third of this group called Russian Figure, which uh, featured Art Fazil.
1: Oh, with uh, Art Fazil. Yeah. So
0: the three of them, Art, Uh Isham, and and Kai were.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I hope I got the name right. Um, Yeah. So I think this is his solo thing. Okay. Doesn't it sound? Doesn't it sound very '80s to you? '80s, bridge, yes, 80s yes. yeah, exactly, right. It's like, I, it's like Pop, northern, Pop, northern yeah. soul kind of, not northern soul, correct? Right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Life in the Kinda northern like town. The, the, what those what, what
1: guys? The communards.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 that kind. Yeah.
1: Communards, uh,
0: Brodsky Beach. Not quite a big country, but but along that, along that, big, not not no, big country. No, nah. but but like a. Who's the one that sang "Life in the Northern Town"? That's Dream Academy. Uh, Dream Academy, yeah. A bit like that also. The vibes with the chorus at the end where everybody starts singing oh, the same Oh, But way. that's not Electro at all. No, that's not Electro but I mean like that, the, the vocal vibes and stuff like that is, is quite ah, similar.
1: So, la. funny thing the Dream Academy I don't know why I always associate with Gilmore for some reason. <laughs>
0: okay. Because of the name.
1: I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I think he has something to do with it. Oh, did, it? Really?
0: Huh.
1: I don't know where he discovered them or Oh, okay. or
0: Interesting. Know.
1: Maybe I'm maybe I'm confused, but I don't know. I always associated P Academy with Dave Kimo.
0: Yeah,
1: <coughs> like I said, my my mind works weirdly. It moves in
0: mysterious ways. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, real life—not a bad song, and I think it's if you like that kind of stuff, that that.
1: Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit uh, out of step for the nineties. Yes,
0: but, but it's still kind of. But it's works.
1: like. It's like a. You can argue that it's an early, uh, early wave track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Early vapor. Early paper
0: vapor wave. wave. Early vapor wave. Yeah. Paper wave. Let's just let's just call it la. Let's just call it that la. You know, he was okay. one of the. Was Something of the... that's late in nineties is early for two thousands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> late in the nineties, but early for the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, great. Just ten years. Oh, About yeah. ten years too early. It's um. 10 years, 10, years too years too early. ten years too early. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Interesting. I mean it's an interesting track. Not, you know. I think one of the yeah, stronger yeah, yeah, tracks yeah. on this on this first disc definitely. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, no. And and Isham is followed. And a, then I I'm just going to lump the next two together. Um, yeah, it's
1: everything is just
0: Elaine Kang.
1: I love how it's how it's so eclectic. This thing it just throws in things.
0: Yeah, like so left you right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like what genre just jump into the next genre. Yeah, like, whoa, what's this? <laughs>
0: so the next two From a- that round off this one, uh, are Elaine Kang with her version mm. of it's the same old song, um, the old mm. Four Tops number, and this group called Middle Earth, with uh James yeah, Taylor, is James Taylor, Carol King. You've got a friend, right? Yes. Yeah. Kara King. La. Elaine Kang.
1: Kara King, J. Taylor. La. But it's like really cheesy, man. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: and it was cheesy it was like, for them also. It's not, you know, let alone cheesy for them. Exactly. You know Three I
1: mean? seconds. Yeah. Three seconds. Then the who the hell are Middle Earth in?
0: Okay, that one I have no idea.
1: can they pop up again later. Yeah, right?
0: they actually have two offerings on this thing, so I'm assuming that yeah. they must have been.
1: Two covers somehow. Yeah. Must be park band now, uh. must be park band. I
0: would assume so la. I would assume so. Yeah, because pub band, pub band. I mean Elaine Kang
1: No she I mean
0: Elaine Kang, I think she's an accomplished I, think, no, I mean I know that she was she was big in Malaysia. Oh, okay. Yeah definitely. Yeah, hang on. Over here it's released she's, a, But she's she more known a as a
1: songwriter than an artist, right?
0: No no she was more she was more known as a singer.
1: Oh, so me a performer, else that... a performer, a performer. I mix up with somebody else. Maybe there's somebody else.
0: because okay, she, she did she did a. Um, so she's not she, a songwriter. Not 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 as such. She's a performer now. Oh, okay, okay. Because I remember she ah, did a okay, thing okay. called "To Serve with Love," um, her cover of "To Serve with Love," but it was also done similarly to how this, this version of, again uh, trying to update trying to update a classic. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's quite normal at the time la. Yeah, so nobody's to
0: blame. La. I mean, I Nobody don't know. I, mean, I, think, I think the <laughs> arranger is lame. I think the guy who arranged this <laughs> is lame. Well, I mean, they're just
1: doing whatever is hot at the time, right?
0: Yeah, but you can't... I mean, to me, the whole spirit of the original is lost. It's just somebody singing the words and the music, and then that's it, you know? So is it the same?
1: Elaine Kang, there's a Malaysian, and, and she's now a Datuk or Datin, or what do you want to
0: call it? Is uh, she a Datin? I don't know. And I i'm like looking it. at it now i
1: just googled her oh, okay okay so there's a article saying elaine kang returned to stage after seven years the oh, pinang born artist datuk elaine kang returned yeah. to the stage last weekend
0: could be lah could be la. ah,
1: okay yeah but still doesn't stop it from being cheesy <laughs> yeah, i mean again i believe the arranger
0: Whoever it's a product of a timeline yeah i know lah but still but then maybe that's what people's tastes were back then. But there are some songs from that's that era that taste. still stand to stand up now. Yeah,
1: there are. You la. know?
0: I think this one, I think my again and, and this is my argument for this whole album, and especially when it comes to the covers, is they <laughs> were whoever whoever put this thing, put the music together and all the cast up, I assume that these guys are veteran players or you know, of that time. But that also means yeah, that yeah, they yeah, came yeah. up during the period of the seventies and eighties. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. means their you know their mindset is, yeah, yeah. mindset is stuck in that that era. Because that was yeah, what happened to us also when we were trying to record our album and the guy kept doing yeah, all these yeah. references that we were like, huh, I don't understand those, you know, like gated yeah, yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. yeah. So I assume so, that that's the, that the case for all these songs that are yeah. not done by the bands themselves. If you compare this this version of the song to that period, yes. It fits like a glove to the uh, yeah. late '80s yeah. sound.
1: But then you think you think about it, right? Then on the other, on the other hand, you have some stuff which were also around that era, which much even stands. That's time, like okay. So obviously, gotta give some props to the late great Tina Turner, mm. right? So like like if you listen to those songs now, like what's not gonna do? With it then it stands up.
0: Yeah, I suppose. So, but then right. again, but those don't have that typical sound of the era. No, they don't. Do you know what I mean? That's Like oh, mean. private, okay, the private, private dancer, dancer, dancer I mean, right? Do come you, on, yeah. ah. but then again, that's. Frank Knopfler, that, or no,
1: your jetpack, or no, anything. Frank right? wrote
0: that song anyway, so, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, but, but, but I, I, like you say, I like, blame the ranger. I, I,
0: because, the, I mean, I like, like same with like Middle Earth, right? They did You've Got a Friend. This version, I only have. It's jazzy, put, right? Yeah, it's kind of jazzy. Firstly, that's one. I put one word, I put yawn, and then that's it. It's jazzy, but in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. It's jazzy I mean, as in
1: Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny G. Yeah, jazz. That, that version,
0: that kind, that kind of jazzy. You know. yeah, that
1: kind of elevator music, jazz.
0: Yeah, right? and and it's not helped by the fact that I mean, okay like, You can tell that whoever's singing it is trying, uh, but because uh, of the arrangement, it it just doesn't. You know. but it's funny.
1: It's funny because like when you think about it, right? The word jazz now has got a bad connotation. The people in modern times of jazz is something bland. Imagine it, right? If you really look at the history of jazz, it's like think of all the fantastic jazz exactly. artists like right? miles. And, not just good players and innovative. Yeah, innovation. Correct. That, right? like now it's been reduced to this the, yes. Kenny G kind Correct. of crap,
0: right? Seriously, right? Be, apart from one or two players in the pop field, the most innovative musicians, all jazz, all breaking the boundary of sound and sonics and stuff. Like that.
1: All jazz. Yeah. Right?
0: Barring I mean there are exceptions but you know
1: and that, and there's a lot for a lot of them starting point is exactly, a lot of exactly. These, like, great pop artists right yeah. the starting point is jazz.
0: Yeah. Even your avant garde is also jazz based. Yes. There's no way, you know? So it's very it's, much so, so. it's so weird. Yeah. But anyway, with a name like Middle earth, right? It's like you would think I thought it was going to be
1: uh, I'll be ethnic, lah, right? It, at, least, right? at least, right? Oh, <laughs> even uh, not, not even that. I was thinking, hoo-hoo. no,
0: actually, I was thinking more of your Lord of the ringy kind of ethnic in that sense of oh, your lutes. I see your your you know. Oh, so acoustic. the
1: Western Middle Earth. Ah,
0: Western Middle Earth rather, and the Eastern uh, Eastern Middle Earth. Rather the
1: Eastern Middle Earth. Yeah, I
0: thought it was going. And you
1: go into moss, uh, north mythology and Midgard.
0: Yeah, no, but the thing is, I think it's. Like, yeah, it's still middle. <laughs> But I thought it was going to be like like that kind of right. vibe. But yeah. it was, it's totally not. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah,
1: you in fact, right. If you if you think of the 80s and 90s local jazz thing, you start thinking of Dick Lee la, and then um, Jacinta. Mm,
0: Jacinta, yeah. Right. Jacinta. Yeah, all
1: these, it's, that, that's part of jazz kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I think of, yeah. <laughs> think of that era. Yeah
0: jazz influence jazz pop lah. yeah jazz pop lah. It's, it's more like Michael, more B- like B- Michael bubbly. Bubble bubbly. It bubbly it's pronounced Bubbly but even then this is not a great version or example of that kind of music Uh, yeah lah. that closes out this one and this closes out part one of our journey through Red Hot and Skin the double album put out by Pony Canyon back in the 1993s uh, tune in next time when we will finish our journey uh, as we look through disc 2 of this album so remember to like and subscribe so you won't miss the next episode and all the new cool ones that will be coming in the future and tell your friends about us uh, if you want leave a message uh, in the comments below our fast colors fast bo- uh, Facebook Facebook page and Instagram yeah So until next time, keep the land city rockin' and bye for now!